This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This lady just climbed out of a monster. Yeah? She was like it, the, all the way inside of it. I guess so. Who is that? Uh, mm. Are we supposed to know? I don't know. Merrick, can you say something real quick? Yeah. What's everyone talking about? <laughs> I, th- I heard you go robotic for a second, so I wanted to make sure the recording was working. Uh, this is the story of a girl. No, this is fan by <laughs> fan with... Episode something, it's a number. We're watching the Merit Rip right now. We are watching the Borderlands 3 Worldwide Gameplay Revealed stream on Twitch. Um, oh and it's a brand new game. Uh, as Nikki, has, uh, who is also on this call, Nikki Grayson, hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, social media specialist at fanbyte.com uh, informed us earlier today, uh, it's got sliding in it now, so it's a new game. Brand new game. How? Brand new game. Uh, Merit, you're a managing editor at fanbyte.com. What do you think about Borderlands? Wow, sliding? Nothing? Like sliders? The, the, mm, I don't think, like like the burger? No, like the TV show. Oh, like sliders. Uh, I asked what, what, what you think of Borderlands, but, uh, I, but I do have some sliders thoughts. If you ever no, no, but I mean, some. it has sliding in it. So. Yeah, okay. So yeah, they go to a, they, they go meet Jonathan Reese davies at some point. They fight the Cro-Magnons. Yeah. The Cro-Mag, the Cro-Mag, thank the you. The Cro-Mag, not they, the Cro-Magnons, those are people. Um, right. Um, yeah, sliding. I mean, all my favorite games have sliding, right? right. I mean, Destiny. Mega Man, Mega uh, Man. Destiny, <laughs> uh, Apex, Titanfall. game. They've all got sliding in them. Sliders, uh, the video game. Does it have sliding in it? I mean, sliders in the... Like, they slid, uh, but it, not in maybe the, the way you're thinking. Shoots and ladders. Uh, that's yep, got that's, sliding. that's the one. New sliders. Okay, I'm not seeing anything. When I when I look for a sliders video game, I find people like there looking at like graphical sliders. There was a sliders video game. Trust me. <laughs> Okay. I would know. Uh, I watched that um, show a lot. Who was that? <laughs> Who was Quinn in that show? Like, he was a somewhat famous uh, guy. Yeah, he was. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm back. I haven't been on <laughs> oh, right. for a few this weeks. This is the first time we've had all three of us on a podcast together at the yeah, same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. with our powers combined. We can talk about, can sliders. Talk about sliders. It was Jerry yeah. O'Connell, by the way. It was Quinn. Jerry o- O'Connell or McConnell? O'Connell. O'Connell. I feel like yeah. he was also in something else that I've watched a lot of, but I don't uh, know. I mean, he was in Jerry Maguire. Yep. I, I feel like you're roboting in and out on me a little bit, but that's fine. As long as other people can hear you, it doesn't matter. I mean, my recording's good, so. Yep. Sweet. Uh, did you know that Jerry care. O'Connell is married to Rebecca Romijn? Who? Re- Rebecca who? Rebecca Romijn or, or Romaine? No, Rebecca Romaine, sorry. Rebecca Romaine how to is the say name her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, a Mystique. The first Mystique. Right. Oh. Yeah. 
she must have done something. Uh, that's a name I know well enough that she must have been in other things, too, besides being I mean, the blue lady. Yeah, she was on Ugly Betty. She huh. was in The Librarians. Oh. A television program called Skin Wars. Skin oh. Wars. Uh, that that was, was about cosmetics, right? Uh, no, it was actually about taking the flesh, wearing the flesh. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it was like, uh, actually, it was a lot like a game that came out last week that I've been playing a lot of. A Where you take the flesh? Where you take the flesh and you consume the flesh and you wear it. And that game's called Mortal Kombat 11. Mm. Yeah. MK doing a lot of played flesh MK. Rending. Mm. I did, I did. It was the first one I've played since... Wow, uh, I definitely remember playing Mortal Kombat Four. Um, I might have played Deadly Alliance. Okay, uh, those were the last two. So I've been out of the game for a while. Literally. Yeah. How about you guys? Have you are you big MK fans? Uh, we talked about uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven a good bit last week, and I think I kind of at the time explained that I had. I don't know if I specifically said that most of my experience of Mortal Kombat prior to 9 was m- me playing Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 on the Genesis in my cousin's closet, where he had a TV mm-hmm. set up with a Genesis. Um, <laughs> Why in the closet? I do not know. Uh, I did not like ask. you're hiding Mortal Kombat from oh, maybe parents or something? Maybe that was it. I don't actually know. Um, I don't... Wow. I don't really recall his parents being super strict. Uh, the, his parents are kind of like the... So I come from a big family of farmers and uh, people who mm-hmm. uh, run Long and own farms. line of farmers. Yep. I mean, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are kind of the... His parents were are kind of like the part of the family where they are the ones who own a lot of the land. Um, mm. And so they're the richer uh, portion of the family, for sure. Um, but And I remember them just kind of spoiling their... Uh, kids rotten to a, like a lot of degree. Us, uh, is that's a phrase, um, and not really give like telling them they couldn't have things like violent video mm-hmm. games. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't think he would have been hiding it necessarily, but maybe he just thought it was cool. I mean, we all had, I think we all had friends or family members like that, right? Who like just sort of got everything, whether yeah. that's oh, yeah. of wealth or permissiveness. Like I definitely had. A friend when I was a kid who um, his uh, his parents basically got him whatever he wanted. He was an only child, mm-hmm. so he had a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis. Wow! wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I would go to his house. We would play uh, play violent games. We'd watch Ren and Stimpy, which was forbidden nice. to me. Um, and um, yeah, we uh, that's where I played the earlier Mortal Kombat's mainly because I don't think I was allowed to play them. Yeah. I feel like I may have rented a Mortal Kombat trilogy one time or something. Mhm. Yeah. It's one of the few things that was like off off uh off limits for me. I was going to say Kombat, was that Ren and Stimpy, uh The Simpsons when I was really young, although mm. that cleared up pretty quickly. Uh professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. I was not allowed to watch pro wrestling, which made me very interested in it. Um, <laughs> that, that sort of, once once that allure wore off, I kind of, um, you know, I'm not like a, I didn't grow up to be a mega wrestling fan, I guess no. you could say. Um, what were, were there things like that were just like these icons of like the bad, violent or like evil stuff that you weren't allowed to mm. consume? Because like I was allowed to watch Power Rangers, but not pro wrestling. 
Nikki, I'll let you go first because I have yeah. so many. Uh, I have so many, so many examples that I'll, I'll need some time to percolate. I've been trying to think. I just never was never like the type of child to be interested in anything extremely violent. Mm-hmm. So whenever I would like pro wrestling was a thing I didn't realize existed until I was like a teenager. Like I like knew that like pro wrestling was a thing, but I never had any interest in watching it. So by the time I was like. Oh, what about this WWE though? I was already at the point where my mom was like, oh, whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really. There was, I will say, my mom did not like when I watched Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And I can't tell huh. if that was content wise or if it was because I would um, do an Ed voice constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, if for like this following 35 minutes after I watched an episode, I would just attempt to speak like Ed. And like she a, was not a huge fan of that. Like, for people who don't know Ed and Eddie, like, Ed has, like, a very deep sort of, um, I don't know, like, he's definitely supposed to be the, the like, simple muscle of the group. Yes. Of, of, the, of the Ed the Ed and the Eddie. Um, and, yeah, he has kind of, like, this kind of deep-throated, like, hello, everyone kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, like, very simple sentences and stuff. Yeah. My mom, not a huge fan of that at all. Mm-hmm. She did, I guess she did not like that television program. Th- or maybe, I also- <clears throat> maybe your mom was a secret time traveler and mm. didn't want you to get into Ed, Ed, and Eddie memes later on. Oh. I was like, no, this can't happen. <laughs> my my child powerful. will not understand these memes. Are, these memes. <laughs> are there a lot of Ed, Ed, and Eddie memes I don't know about? I feel like I have seen quite yeah. a lot. Really? There, I, have a, I have a 14-year-old sister, um, and she knows way more about that television program than I feel like she should. Weird, yeah, because that's like not been on the air for a good yeah. long while. That's mm-hmm. like that's like approaching the kind of stuff that they would show on Boomerang now. Yes. Um, oh man. Oh no. Yeah. Right. Oh, like no. Yo, I, I I remember like starting to feel old when I saw that uh, SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron, was on Boomerang, and that was like uh-huh. ten years ago. Like that was a while ago, and that's like that's early two thousands, mid to late nineties. Um, uh action television about um anthropomorphic cats uh that are also super are heroes that are there are that are cops but it's it, it's spelled with a k it's cat, a cat with a k so like you know it could it could have a different meaning like the mm-hmm. swat part might also might not mean special weapons and tactics it might mean like super warrior animals together yep perfect i, mean, I want to know if there is actually a canon i'm gonna look this up because I wonder if it's just SWAT or if it is, like, an acronym, a different acronym in the SWAT Cat universe. Right. It might be. I don't think that show ran for very many seasons. I did rent it, uh, rent, like, a couple of episodes on VHS um, a lot uh, and rewatched it quite a lot that way. Uh, but I don't know that it was actually on television for the longest time. That show uh, got no. kickstarted and then raised $140,000. Wait, SWAT cat. Oh, yes. like a new season of it, or yes. And oh, no, no, in the nineties. <laughs> I was just like, wow, Kickstarter's been around. <laughs> like, I guess that Double Fine Adventure put them over the hump, but boy, mm-hmm. they've been working at it. Okay, wait. This is very confusing because um, they're vigilante pilots who possess yes. a state-of-the-art fighter jet. Yes. And they they face various villains, but also Mega Cat City's militarized police force called the Enforcers. Yes. They so, are not. So they fight the. They're cops? not. Cops. Yes, they are not. They are not. They do not work within the law. They are. They have like a Batman type thing going on. Batman and Robin kind of thing where they have 
Like they are, their secret identities are they are like mechanics that uh, so there's like a sexy lady cat cop that they work with sometimes, but she does not mm-hmm. know that they are the SWAT cats because they wear like these mm-hmm. helmets and masks that obscure their faces. Right. Yes. Is Snarf from Too Many Cooks a SWAT cat? So I have, I still, I am familiar with Too Many Cooks, Too Many Cooks, Too Many Cooks, but I've never mm-hmm. watched Too Many Cooks, so I'm not actually sure. Okay. I've somehow managed to go this long without ever actually watching Too Many Cooks. I mean, yes, is the answer. Thank okay. you. <laughs> yeah. No he problem. looks. He looks like he could be, and it's in the it's in the Turner family of products. What they were trying to raise a million dollars. Did they get make it? Swag cats. No, they did not. Oh, that's, that's Mark true. Hamill was in this television program. Who did he play? Well, it was the nineties. Oh. Yeah, he um, was in everything. He's in Adventure Time. I mean, he's the Joker. He's the. Yeah, I mean, yes, he was the Joker. Jim Cummings is was in this as well. Not familiar with that name. He's Darkwing Duck. Oh. Dr. Robotnik. Oh. Tigger. No, Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotnik. Well, yes, mm. now he is. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I know a thing or two about Sonic Merritt. Please. <laughs> so uh, what, are you, what do you think of like, because um, I feel like I've seen this in, in other films before that are adapting like a game or something. I can't think of any examples, but the whole thing of like, oh, the guy who is supposed to look really weird looks normal at first, but then gets into an accident in like the third mm-hmm, act of the movie, mm-hmm. and that's when he walks out of the smoke mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. like. Um, and that's definitely what they're doing with with Eggman in this. Like, the, what do you think of that? Do you, I think they should have just leaned into it. Uh one hundred percent. It's always better when you just lean into it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the the GI Joe live action movie is very very uh, aggressive about this. Like that mm-hmm. is a movie where Christopher Eccleston, um, one of the one of the Doctors Who, uh, plays Destro, and it's not until like the very end of the movie that he gets like injected with like nanovirus or something like that that makes him that gives him metal face. And Cobra Commander is the exact same way, where he's like normal throughout that movie, then he gets scarred at the end, and that's why he puts on a mask. And it's like there's like that happens like eighteen times in that one movie, and I feel like that's really. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of the, the the genesis, the catalyst for this one very specific. Trope. Hey, you said genesis. The genesis, good one, nice. Mm-hmm. I love comedy. Mm-hmm. I it's love uh, it. on the uh, European trailer. They say <laughs> Mega Drive. So <laughs> dare to dream, cast your imagination to the future. Uh, uh, Sonic just, is a true nomad. <laughs> it's a, it's just a, it's a wild assumption to make that audiences won't buy the fact that uh, Jim Carrey as Eggman won't be believable as Eggman until the third act of the film <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. the with the CGI hedgehog. Like, why in are it. you holding out on it? Yeah, I mean, I exactly. Look, but like, just just do that. Just show yeah. up like that. And you know, Jim Carrey was like just chomping at the bit to get to that part, right? Yeah, like, he was, he was just v- like, "All right, I'll I'll sit through the rest of this stuff because I want that scene at the end." Well, he was I mean, quote I'm researching so happy the role. That he's back. He was researching just, the role. He was was he? he was yeah. Like, all he all he did was type in Eggman into Google Images. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought maybe he was just like listening to uh, Escape from the City on loop or something like that. Do you think uh, Neg- Eggman Nega is going to make it into this one? Eggman Nega, is that a thing? Eggman Nega is no. What is so? Is that uh, from the? Comic? I mean, of course, I, of course, I know who it is because I know a thing or two about Sonic the Hedgehog. But why <laughs> sure, don't you but tell? I'll explain it to yeah, the just audience. In case. Yes, yeah. please. Um. So. Eggman Nega appears, he's not from the comics, he's from Sonic Rivals and Sonic Rush, uh, which are for the PSB and the DS, respectively. Mm-hmm. And um, 
he at first was supposed to be like an alternate universe version of Eggman, like from the same dimension as Blaze the Cat, who is Sonic's alternate counterpart in that dimension. And I'm ah. just saying words oh. now. Um, right. But yep. canonically, now he is Eggman's descendant from 200 years in the future. Oh. Which, so he's his child? Well, he's his like he's his great 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 grandfather or whatever. Or, and you or know what son. that means? Eggman Fox. Eggman Fox. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, that's amazing. Who though? I mean, Rouge the Bat. Uh, no. Oh, I hate both of those options. <laughs> <laughs> also, can I just say that Cream the Rabbit is like the worst. String of letters I've <laughs> ever seen. Uh, that yeah, is that is name. that is like one syllable away from being like something incredibly offensive to somebody, right? Like that's not good. I mean, her her mom's name is Vanilla the Rabbit, and that's uh, fine because Vanilla like isn't a verb. A verb in any sense. <laughs> um. So. So I've yeah, I've made van- my way over something. I've made my way over to Sonic News Network, which is the name of the uh, wiki for Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, you mean um, the SSN or the SNN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the S- SNN. Um, and the mainstream media wants us to know um, that Eggman Nega has a handful of likes. Here, here are the things that he likes: mm. Chaos and Destruction, mm. Metal Sonic, temporarily. Mm-hmm. Metal Sonic 3.0, presumably all of the time. <laughs> Anyone who helps him with this plans. Here are his dislikes: Sonic. Silver, Blaze, Shadow, who is a bad guy, losing, and Dr. Eggman, his dad, great-grandpa, dad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So now I feel like I know a lot about him. So we're really prepared for the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel. Like, we can start getting those lore pieces for the movie, mm-hmm. for the movie sequel ready now. Really mm-hmm. just get that SEO juice by uh, telling everyone <laughs> what to expect from the main villain in 2023. Uh, when the new one comes out, uh, I don't know. I what feel if like this movie gets a sequel, though. Oh, I don't think so. That's the sh- that's the that's the true shame of this is that this movie will do so terribly that they're not going to let them make another one. That there won't be a Sonic two, and that's the best one, yeah. right? And then the oh man, you know, it's it's funny too because like when you get, once you get to the third movie, you actually have to bring a copy of the second movie with you and like plug it into the wall <laughs> in order to play it. Yeah, um, and that's what we're really waiting for. And that's actually why I'm so disappointed that they're not just going and whatever. Maybe the trailer just doesn't show enough. Um, but it, it certainly feels like. They're not going buck wild enough, and I don't think they're going to get another shot to go truly buck wild. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I feel like that. Well, we got to get the parents in and get the normies to, like to come see this or whatever, uh, and then we can really like uh, hit them in the sequel. But that sequel's never coming. We're never going to get a full movie set on Mobius with Doctor Robotnik inside of like a giant ball that like shoots spikes or whatever. Like that's not going to happen. No, it's not. And <sighs> you know, yeah, I think this movie could have gone a lot of ways, but from that trailer. I really like the idea of a movie that's entirely from uh, Eggman's point of view where he is the protagonist and Sonic actually is a menace who is like causing sonic booms by breaking the speed of sound right just like running around everyone's loop-de-loops taking all their rings right and like he is here to save their planet I mean, he's here to save the planet, you know. Wait, but does he say I'm here to save your planet? Is he yes, an alien? Yes, okay, so that's the thing. He's an alien. Yes, which doesn't make any sense. Wait, Wait so where does he come from? And so is Sonic. Sonic is. 
Because they're from Planet think... Mobius. They're, that's that's what the planet is called in the Sonic. Oh, is this universe. always the war? Yeah, although sure. Mobius doesn't exist in the games, really. I thought Sonic like came from underneath like a house or something. That's what he Brian David lives, Gilbert he told He eats me. trash and lives in Nebraska. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, but here, oh, here's the other thing too: is like the, uh, this is a, this. They are not going to take Sonic this way. But if they did, if they leaned hard into like the Jamil White like eco terrorist and Sonic uh-huh. and his yes. like gang of like we're going to save the planet from pollution and like the like slow march of late capitalism, as mm-hmm. evidenced by Doctor Robotnik trying to automate everyone uh, by literally putting them inside of robots. If they like, because in this trailer he runs so fast that he like shuts down all the power on the planet and. Criminal. Then, and, and criminal. But, like, which, you know, obviously you probably don't want to shut down all the power on the planet. Like, a lot of people need that for a lot of different things. But, like, what if? What if he, he when he says, I need to save your planet, he is talking about climate change? What if he is here to, like, <laughs> stop the world from, like, you know, over pollution and, and global uh, d- devastation uh, by the slow march of progress as evidenced by Dr. Robotnik? So, does the movie end with him very sadly? walking into like a hamster wheel closing the door and being like well now i'm just gonna run and power the entire world right he gets on the flash's cosmic treadmill uh and then uh uh-huh and just just powers powers the the world this way and that's why in the sequel tails and uh knuckles and shadow and amy or whatever all have to come try to find him they're they're, they're, like they become the new heroes the new generation to uh, and they're like well where's sonic we need to like he he, we know he's locked in that thing but we got to like find a way to get him out like we gotta oh he ran so fast that he went backwards in time so now we have to go on a time hopping adventure we have to build our own time machine Uh, and it and because they locked sonic we're writing this movie, and because Sonic yes. got locked into into the time wheel or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that's why the government made Shadow, right, to replace Sonic. But they wanted they wanted a Sonic. They wanted a Hedgehog hero that they, they could control, so they made him yeah. an asshole. That's they why they gave the him a gun. Life for him. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Do you know that in um, in Shadow the Hedgehog, there is a scene where the president has a picture on his desk of Sonic and Shadow together. Yes. What brothers? Mm? Yep. Brothers. Of a type. What's better than this? Just guys being dudes. <laughs> <laughs> hedgehogs being hedgehogs. Uh, oh boy. I mean, Jim Carrey does lick a part of Sonic in that trailer. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying, you know, they're setting up some. They're setting up some some uh, romantic through lines here. Uh, that that's actually my other uh, little fan theory here is that like Doctor Eggman with his like mustache or whatever is just like a creepy stalker. He's just like way too. He like saw Sonic's Tinder profile once and wrote like a cra- uh, missed connection <laughs> for him and is like, oh well, uh, he's the one that got away. I I gotta get him for me because I have Does- to have a, a son. Does Sonic wait? Hold on. Is there a bump? I know there's Bumble Biz and like BFFs now. Is there just like a Bumble like son? Like who's Bumble? I need need a son. Oh Bumble. Oh, but Bumble for son. I thought I thought thought fucking Bumble was the name of like. Oh yeah, that's the B Sonic character. Yeah, Bumble the B. Yeah. Yeah. No, his name is Charmy. Okay. (laughs) Please show some fucking respect. He solved uh, crimes, okay? Him and Big the Cat living in a, sh- a cabin somewhere in the woods. Uh, ex- okay, uh, I'm going to have to stop you right there, Steven. <laughs> because Charmy the Bee lives with Vector the Crocodile and yep. Espio oh. the Chameleon. It's chaos. Okay. And he used to live with that armadillo who 
disappeared, but he's oh, no. back they, now they, in Sonic They Mania. broke up? Oh, okay. No, he just, like, died or something, but then he oh. came back. <laughs> he was in the original, he was in the time wheel originally, and then the U.S. military opened up a new portal, and that's where they got Sonic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, at the end, in the end credits, the camera pans away from the cosmic treadmill, and you see his bones, like, in the corner. It's just like, we used Jesus. him up. Like, we use up everything. Wow. Dark. Mm-hmm. Does Sonic kiss a human with his human teeth mouth? Yep. In this film. And his weird rubbery lips. His <sighs> Batman and Robin lips. Movies were a mistake. We no, should... I want to point out I want to point out that we published a piece uh if this goes up the or is this going up today? This goes up today. This goes up today. We published a piece yesterday about Nintendo cartoons of the 80s and 90s. And uh, Sonic is far from the first to have a Buckwild adaptation <laughs> where he has the wrong teeth and looks funny and his body is well weird. There was a uh, Donkey Kong cartoon in Saturday Supercade. Yeah. Where Mario looks, I mean, well, you can just go to the site and see it's the featured image for that particular piece. Uh, he was played by Peter Cullen. Does not have an Ooh. Italian accident. Not uh, one accident. Right, no. <laughs> Italian accident. Uh, Italian no, accident. you got it right. No, he. What happens is Mario does have an Italian accident, and then that's why he talks that way. Um, <laughs> it's, he bumps his head, but instead by, of getting amnesia, of he loses his Oh, yeah. The uh, Italian accident was my favorite prequel to the Italian job. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. Um, yeah, so, okay, yeah. For so the people who that. don't know, by the way, we didn't actually specify <laughs> that a Sonic the Hedgehog live-action movie trailer <laughs> came out the other day, so there might oh, be people listening knows. to uh, Everyone yeah. knows. Yeah, that's uh, true. Okay, there was obviously the Zelda cartoon, uh, which inexplicably, I just learned that the Excuse Me Princess line, that's an old Steve Martin bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, like, why did they think that was good for kids to enjoy Be- because cartoons like made by people in those eras like in the 80s or whatever were written by men like old men who like the last cartoons they watched were from the 50s because it's like how hey, everything now it's like <laughs> oh they like steve martin what's they the what's that joke he's, <laughs> can't he's get got enough the of the father of the bride but but that's um, just it it's because it's just like it's just it's like how everything now is just based on the 80s it's just based on like like because it's all just a bunch of white dudes who like um mm-hmm. watched cartoons in the 80s they watched the dungeons and dragons cartoon and they were like yeah we can do that um oh boy. you can but should you but yeah well yeah I think you should. I really think you can should. Can I? Can I point out also that Captain N, which is a show that I never saw, I did see the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and in fact owned uh, the first volume on DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Captain N show, Mega Man is like a weird green baby. Yes. <laughs> like I don't know if you've seen this, Nikki, but Mega Man is <laughs> no, a weird I'm green baby do- oh, who oh, says this Mega, is Mega Man? all the time. Yeah, he <laughs> says like, "Whoa, that's Mega cool," or like, "We got a Mega, get out of here." Doesn't he um, also sound like this? Isn't that him? Doesn't he yeah. have like, <laughs> All right, I'm Mega Man. Uh, Alucard is a skater who wears bad yes. sunglasses and has a skateboard. Uh, oh, is that Alucard or is that Simon? That's Aluc. Oh, that rules. Uh, that's Alucard. Simon is the cowardly pilot guy. Oh, I thought Simon in that was like like some uh, was like a frat boy or something like that. Yeah, well, Simon is like a mimbo, like himbo, but he's also kind of like Sid from Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, if you look at his this, hair and the goggles. This new version of Mega Man 
really and truly does look like the inspiration of, um, sorry, this old version of Mega Man. Looks like the inspiration for the new version of Mega Man. In the, I'm going to send y'all an image Okay. in uh, this application slide. It will come from Andrew because he is the person that is logged in on this computer. I'm trying to find some very important Mega Man stuff for you guys as well from the Mega Man animated series. I mean, there was the one episode where everyone gets turned into lions. I remember that. Um, uh, there's the one where Mega Man meets Mega Man X. Well, I can't send terrible. you a link to this. I, I can't send you a link to the, the, this link that I was going to send you because it's just <laughs> covered in ads for porn. That's oh, not no. what I was trying to get. <laughs> Um, there's, there's a very specific Mega Man gif that I want to find again. Uh, it is, it is not this image that I'm about to send, but it is in, it is in a very, very, uh, similar energy. Um, image location, maybe that'll do it. Oh, um, no. In, oh, <laughs> what's, what's happened? Uh, it's great radio. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> It'll all work out in post, it's fine. It's fine. It's impossible to send like good clean links with Google Image Search now because of that good lawsuit. Good clean though. family links. Good clean family. There's nothing family about the Mega Man animated series. Let me tell you. I would just save it and then paste it in the yeah. Discord. Yeah. But uh, I'll use it I'm as so- our featured image for this podcast. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> like, can I just remind everyone too that we're getting a Super Mario film? In yeah, from the wonderful people who Wait. brought us Minions. Are we? Yeah, yeah, from the Minions people. How did I miss this? I don't know. It happened when it happened when um, Nintendo sold the rights to the like the theme park rights to Comcast. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. So in in that deal, they also gave the movie rights, which is a huge bummer because Mario and Bowser being in Wreck It Ralph was actually kind of kind of cute. Okay. But like, I don't think that Mario can support an entire film. I believe you. I have not. Own. I have not seen Wreck-It Ralph, but I believe that. I mean, Mario doesn't talk, so that is kind of a, <laughs> that's challenge. a huge problem. Wow, that's the most fucked up thing you've ever said about Charles Martinet before. <laughs> he can't talk. He can't read. Um, what's hey? What's what? Hey, what's Mega Man drinking in this GIF? Uh, <laughs> juice, Mega Juice, Mega Juice. You know, that's all it is. Where okay. Is it? Where, I want to see it. It's in oh, Slack. Fan bite Slack. That is not the image I wanted to find for no, you. All I see is Chris Roberts. Chris Roberts. Oh no, you sent a link. Okay, I sent a link. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I was just looking at this. Uh, this Chris Roberts Star Citizen thing. Oh, oh that yeah. guy. Shockingly, that video game's not coming out. Oh really? Is the news that's broken? Wait, that's- what? Oh no, this new Mega Man. Yeah, the new Mega Man very bad. <laughs> that's that's I... Nikki's. That's Nikki's. Do you Mega know Man. that? I've got Do that you know old that in the new Mega Man? Man. Here, here's all I knew, know about Mega Man fully charged. Um, there's a character. They they didn't just use characters from um from the games. They like invented some new ones. So there is a character, a robot master called Hypno Woman. Yes, and uh, pretty much does what she uh, what she says on the tin, literally in this case, because she is a robot. Um, but uh. I don't know. Someone, someone working on Mega Man was just like, "Hey, what if there was like a lady 
but she like hypnotizes people. That would be funny, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just think it's really neat. I just think it's like a neat idea. Like, we should. Just for it's fun. just like a fun I, joke because too. because that's literally every children's animated series with yep. bad guys in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep, yep, just yep. just just the animators working in their fetishes into the villains like all the time. I feel like they're just getting bolder and bolder. Zootopia I, really oh. pushed them over the top. Oh my god. Uh, do you know about the weird uh, the the Powerpuff Girls reboot thing? I know. Um, oh, sure. It's the, this is the gif of Mega Man drinking pee. Yes, we've all seen this. Oh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> that's not what I was. <laughs> that's not the Powerpuff Girls thing, but yeah. No, um, I mean, I've I've seen like one episode of the Powerpuff Girls reboot. Why was there like some stuff? There is like an animator on that show who like writes himself into every episode he directs <gasps> as a character, and it and like uh, what what's the red one called? Is that Blossom? 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 Gun to uh, my head, I could not tell you. She's like she's like in love with him in the in that oh. series or whatever, and so like she's always constantly lusting after this dude who just looks and has the same first name as the director of all those episodes, and that character never appears in any episodes besides the one that guy directs. Wait, uh, no, I don't. I remember hearing about that, but I don't think it's actually true. Is it not? Okay, okay. Yeah, no, he didn't create that character. Uh. Well, I feel lied to. Uh, no, I know. I definitely, I when you were telling me about that, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But I just looked it up. And, um, yeah, no, it um, looks like it was not, uh, not, actually, not true. It, this is some copy pasta bullshit. This is the internet being the internet to me. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this is absolutely some, like, uh, 4chan theory thing that got leaked to, like, mm. overzealous Twitter people who then were like, this show is a pedophile. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, so yeah, that's uh, it. Did not happen, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, that's a shame. But well, I mean, wait. doesn't mean that people don't do like it, it's, <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. No, I, I'm gonna walk that one back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a shame that I thought it was real and brought we'll it up on this that. podcast. We'll cut that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're absolutely right about. Um, how how that happens i mean as far back as like looney tunes characters getting tied to railways oh, yeah. or whatever yeah well that's all like that's all tied into like <laughs> tied into like nice s- silver age of comics and stuff like that and yeah yeah totally that, that this is like a known thing yeah but it's still very it's still deeply funny uh yeah much like so Sonic mortal kombat 11 mm, right test your mic <laughs> Uh huh. You know? Just test your might. Just just jam on that square button as fast and hard as, as possible. As they say, that's uh-huh. what they say. Uh-huh. The square button. Just smash <laughs> that square button. <laughs> uh, smash that square button like you smash like, comment, and subscribe on our. Who's video. everyone? YouTube.com/slash/fanbite. What? <laughs> Who are you meaning? In I haven't purchased the video game yet. Oh, I feel like no. I should. Did we ever actually ask how much Mortal Kombat you you've played? Oh, the answer is almost none. Almost done. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that you should buy it then. You don't think so? When we when we talked about it on the show last week, I was super interested because yeah. of the tutorial because we were the talking about how good are very the tutorial good. is. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's not going to be another entry point for fighting games. That's how uh, I feel too. Right. So that's I feel why like I want to. I've hop been in. handed an opportunity, and if I ever do right. want to get into them, I should take it because it's not a byzantine 3d fighting game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's 
not a fucking like Marvel where people are getting launched like up three screens and they're yeah. combos that last half the match. And like, it's got a good tutorial. And I'm just like, but the thing, is, the, my, my question is like, but do I actually want to, or is it just because it's right possible? Because is, like, I see, a, I see one future where I get into it and it ends up being really fun. And then I like maybe get into some FGC stuff, which from the outside has always looked pretty dope in a lot of ways. I see another future where I start playing it online and just get so fucking mad about it. Yeah, I, I wonder... The, uh, I, I, sorry, if I could just throw this in yeah, here real yeah. quick. Uh, I wonder if this is like the old person equivalent of you wanting to play Mortal Kombat games when you were a kid, or, or wanting to watch wrestling when you were a kid because your parents wouldn't let you. And oh. it's it's this thing where it's just like, oh, well... I've I really really want to get into fighting games because it's never been available to me before because look at how fucking incredibly difficult it is to do that and now somebody's extending you that olive branch and then now is the chance where you have to actually like ask yourself okay do I actually enjoy the process of playing a fighting game or did I just really really want to get into fighting right. games because it right. seemed so you know sectioned off from see, me see the thing is I do like like I I have been enjoying playing it it's like a very enjoyable like there's a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Like I like some comp- like I'm deeply into competitive Pokemon. I mean, kind of. I play like random battles, but like I really enjoy like the strategy and the back and forth and stuff. Um, that's turn based though, which is different. I do still sometimes get mad at it when I do badly. And um, in the past, every online competitive game I've played, after a while, I've just been like, wait, why am I doing this? Why am I introducing unnecessary stress into my life? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what is the point of this? And then I'm like. Well, given how much time it would take to get good at a fighting game, would that time be better spent doing literally anything else for me? Not not to say that it's not worth it for other people, but just like yeah. for me, as someone who's likely not going to like become a pro fighting game player, like should I bother? Or I mean, and you don't even have to become a pro, but like like you said, if you're just going to get mad at it, is the joy that you're going to extract out of getting good from it like even worth the time? Like is is right. like for, for on a personal level, would your time, like, your limited gaming hours, would those be better spent playing something you already know how to play and you already know you like, and that won't make you want to throw a uh, $200 fight stick through your TV? Mm-hmm. So uh, basically you're saying it's a question of should I learn how to play Mortal Kombat or go for yet another reroll on Blast Furnace in Destiny <laughs> 2? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, your, yeah. your, your gotcha game where instead of uh, farming for wives, you farm Gun for guns. Out. But the I guns wish... can be wives, too. Oh, man. You can marry a gun. Anything's possible. There is a gun that is alive and that gossips about you. Is that... Which gun is that? What? Is that real? Uh, Yeah, it's the one that's like a name. That's an acronym. It's a sniper rifle. Exotic. Destiny to gun. I want to say Doris, that but that's talks. absolutely not it. Girlfriend gun. <laughs> um, um, while I search for this, I wish... This is like Darcy. I, I, it's Darcy. 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 Oh, I have Darcy. It's an extremely yeah. good name. It's like for a it's gun. it's flavor text is like, oh, we guns talk about you guardians all the time. Some of you drop out of crucible matches early. That's bad. But <laughs> oh, like, that's that's extremely yeah. good. That's extremely it's good. good. It's very good. Sorry, Nikki, you were gonna say something though. Oh no, I was gonna say I I understand why video games are packaged the way that they are. Um, but this is very explicitly one where I wish I could just buy the story mode. Oh yeah, for like. 20 bucks oh yeah yeah and yeah. then just see and then afterwards buy the rest of the game mm-hmm. um 
because like 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 I don't think I will ever play. I don't like playing fighting games on the internet because I am 100% the type of person to throw a fight stick through a television. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I would like to not do that. Uh, they finally did that with like a major game. I think it was Black Ops 4 where like on the PC yeah. you can buy for 20 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever. You can buy a version that's just the Battle Royale without the zombies or, or the multiplayer online or one of those. Yep. It's like one of the three pillars of that game are in there. Um, yeah, and then you that can was just the buy the rest. Yeah. There were conversations, I, there were, there were conversations, um, I know that, like, they, Activision has wanted to split Call of Duty up for a minute, um, right. then they finally were able to do it on Black Ops 4, but they were like, but what if we just sold it at one point from people that would know me as a person who was in the building? Um, at one <laughs> point they were like, hey, what if we just, like, sold the story mode separately, but then they changed their minds, and then eventually they were just like, what if we just didn't make one? What if we just didn't make a story mode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that nobody plays in these games anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, fair. Like, I, hey, what I, about No Russian? Everyone loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's famous. It's love, beloved moment mm-hmm. in video gaming history. I literally... I, I really liked, actually, the uh, the story mode in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like the original Modern Warfare. And I have not been able to fucking follow jack shit since in that franchise. Not that I've played every single one of them. I felt like that was literally the only Modern Warfare I played. But I tried to follow Black Ops a little bit. And it's just gobbledygook. Like, the Black Ops 4 is especially bad because it is the one where they were like, well, we won't have a story mode this year, but we still, we, we spent all this time making cutscenes for the story mode. So we got to put those in here somehow. Mm-hmm. And then and then that, that story mode of that game is just bonkers it just doesn't make any sense at at all like there's a dead 70s vietnam vet in that game that but he lives inside of a computer and mason the guy with the number station from black ops one is like in a wheelchair at some point but like i'm pretty sure he killed jfk i Mm -hmm. (sighs) it's i i put over over a thousand hours into the black ops 3 story mode in various forms of completion that's not true Um, that is true 100 percent true you're lying to me nope i worked qa on black ops 3 oh okay that makes way more sense (laughs) oh no not not of my own volition okay absolutely not (laughs) no 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 i was being paid gotcha Um, still not worth it um but yeah i could not tell you a damn thing that happened in that video game because so little of it makes sense at one point i think there's a part where chris nope who's the even the main character is it chris maloney is that the person christopher maloney is in yes. one yep. of those yeah that's yeah so you he puts a computer in your neck and yes, then you, I you the run first, through like half hour of the story mode yeah you run through like four missions before they tell you that it actually um it's none of it's been real and you've right. been sitting in a chair yeah, <laughs> you're inside yeah. of like a dying woman's mind or something or something like that yeah yeah and then and then four is actually is a prequel to three where they're trying to bridge the gap between the story of two and three together mm. and because like they went too far in three right and that where it doesn't make any sense that well it it, where it doesn't make any sense and it's also like the the state of the technology in that universe got to the point where it's like well we have wall running and all this stuff and apparently people who love call of duty also fucking hate wall running running. uh because they had that (laughs) they had that like press conference thing where they like showed black ops 4 off for the first time and like and is there gonna be wall running in it and then the crowd's like no (laughs) 
Uh, it's just just wow. the funniest thing in the world to me because like I just that was when I started to be like like Infinite Warfare was the one where it's just like oh they're actually kind of doing some interesting stuff here they mm-hmm. they like took some cues from Titanfall and like they this story mode is actually kind of okay I think is Idris Elba in in Infinite Warfare Kit Harrington is the bad guy Kit um no Infinite Warfare is Kevin Spacey that's Advanced Warfare. Oh, infinite, oh, warfare. infinite warfare. Yes, yeah, that's space. Uh, and you have like a robot buddy, and yeah, th- like that one was like, and there's like space, there's like ship to ship combat and like space jets, and like that stuff was kind of cool. And then apparently that is everything that everybody who cares about Call mm-hmm. of Duty fucking hates, hates and they've, yeah. they've they've tried to go like way, way, way back on that now, and it's just like, all right, well, I guess I can safely stop caring about Call of Duty again. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to 2012. <laughs> They should just remaster Modern Warfare 2, just the multiplayer part, because Commando was a nonsensical perk that allowed you to knife people from literally 35 people away. 35 people? 35, <laughs> 35 feet people. away. Um, and That's that was amazing. Distance. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, there's rumors about that. There's always rumors about, like, there's going to be some new Modern Warfare. Ah, oh, it'll be the pre-order bonus for Call of Duty, whatever the next... I was gonna say that whatever the next Sledgehammer game is, but didn't they just do? Wasn't this wasn't for the Sledgehammer one? No, that would be Treyarch. Mm, that was Treyarch. This is in this is uh, Infinity Ward's turn this year. Do it's Modern have... Warfare Four is what's ha- is what's happening this. Oh, year. it is. Have they announced that? I have it on good authority. I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, it, that okay. That it's probably maybe allegedly going to be Modern Warfare Four. Reportedly, uh, yeah. Infinity Ward is doing another one of them because <laughs> uh, they like uh, they like games with four in the title. Uh, Black Ops Four. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. <clears throat> uh, for the last like ten minutes or so, I basically just heard like uh, the word warfare like, <laughs> a lot, and. Um, you heard the word warfare and fell into a fugue state. <laughs> yeah, warf. I heard. I was actually. I was thinking about Worf's hair. Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah. Um. I, he had kind of that ponytail for a while. Yeah. That was cool. It was like kind of a far back hairline, but it was like you know that's part of the yeah. makeup of the faceplate, you know, the forehead plate thing. So yeah. like, his, you could kind of see he, he's kind of balding, but it, maybe that's just a Klingon thing. Who knows? Yeah. I'm watching a little bit of Star Trek: The Next Generation lately. <laughs> really? My brother, my uh, my younger brother, is watching the entire series all the way through, just like as a thing in the background. Um, and so, uh, like, and I've already done that multiple times in my life. <laughs> I definitely did that in college, just to have something on in the background while I played Dota Two. Uh, uh-huh. So this will this is technically like my fourth or fifth time watching through that entire series. Hell yeah! Um, and yeah, shows shows okay. Star Trek's good. I. I liked it. Um, I yeah. only watched it through for the first time, like, uh, a few months ago. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, by the end, I was like, oh, my God. I'm, like, saying goodbye to all my friends. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's no sliders, really. Well, uh, I mean, nothing is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Not but, everyone can be sliders. Um, do you have any plans to go jump forward? Are you going to watch Deep Space Nine now? Uh, I actually watched Deep Space Nine before TNG. Um, it was the way I got into Star Trek because oh. I was like, oh, this isn't Star Trek at all. I love this. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I grew up not liking Star Trek, but it was mostly because I was into Star Wars. And mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I felt like Star Trek was some like, I don't know, like uh, hippy dippy bullshit. Yeah, just got to save the whales uh, and go to the future bullshit or something like that. Right. 
Um, Deeply conservative young Merritt was not yes. that. <laughs> no, there were no there was no space magic, and it seemed like it was school. So mm. I uh, I was not into it. Um, I was much more into fantasy as a kid. But oh. then when I grew up, um, I guess I realized like, after I watched Deep Space Nine, I was like, oh, this is really good, and it's not Star Trek. And I actually haven't finished the whole series. I do know how it ends, but I have like a few episodes left. Right. But um. Then I went to TNG and I was like, oh, this is extremely Star Trek, but Star Trek's pretty good sometimes. Yeah, as it turns <laughs> like out. Like the first season of TNG, very bad. Oof, duh. Uh, there are some real, real stinkers throughout its run, but <laughs> Ooh, yeah, some are there ever. very good episodes of television. Like The Inner Light, yes, incredible. Obviously, everyone knows that, but um, yeah. Nikki, have you the seen? Measure of a yep, Man. Every, everybody knows that. Yes, you, have you, have you seen like you, TNG? Nikki. Including me, Nicholas Grayson, who knows that. Do you know my, anything about TNG? M- no. My entire experience with the Star Trek franchise is the... Um, series of films that was kicked off by our good friend J.J. Abrams. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I mean, I've seen a couple of those, too. I enjoyed them. They didn't really whole... feel like Star Trek to me, but no. they were fun. They That 2009 one is pretty good. Uh, that second one is real bad. And then that third one I thought was pretty good. But that, then the third one I think was directed by the Fast and the Furious director. Was the third one the one where they uh, find... The, the guy and he's like turned into like a weird monster but he, yes. he's just that's, like yeah Those that's literally Idris Elba that, that's, uh, that's literally Idris Elba as the bad guy in that one yeah. yeah but they put him in all kinds of garbage makeup right uh, until the end of the movie when they reveal like oh he was a human yeah um, yeah time. I've seen one and three so I missed that one I'll always remember that first I think that was the first J.J. Abrams movie I ever watched the first Star Trek um, but I was in the eighth grade and we were on like our eighth grade trip when that movie came out. So we were in beautiful old town Sacramento. And I think that movie opens with a very mild looking back, but it does open with like a sex scene, um, which yeah, I don't oh, think that's the nine movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think that the chaperones on that trip were expecting from the oh, Star no. Trek movie. Yeah. There's some green titty um, early on in that film. So that was there. Was, yeah. That was something. Uh, it's, it's very PG-13, like, oh, there's a green lady, and you can see the, her bra straps. Like, that's mm-hmm. straight up what that is, but yeah, sure. I could see that, like, if you were, like, in high school or whatever, yeah. Um, and then two is the one that is, like, a big giant, like, the script, the script writer is, like, a huge, um, uh, uh, Bush ni- did 9-11 guy. Um, Fuck. and then that, <laughs> and then that whole movie is, like, just basically a giant metaphor for how Bush did 9-11. Uh, cool. Incredible, yeah, uh, and that's also the one where J.J. Abrams was very much out there being like, everybody was like, "So is Benedict Cumberbatch con?" And he's like, "No, Benedict Cumberbatch is not con." And then Benedict Cumberbatch oh, was con. con. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they, yeah. <sighs> said it before, said it again. Movies, a mistake. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Media like ba- picture, is bad. If, if God wanted pictures to move, he'd have uh, <laughs> made them animate like in Harry Potter, right? He would have told he would have told us how to pronounce GIF or JIF uh, if yeah. he wanted humankind to know. Oh boy, uh, yeah. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness is very very bad. That's a that's a very bad movie okay. with a lot of well, problems. Nikki, um, there are a lot of good TNG episodes. I don't know that. Um, I think a lot of them are difficult to appreciate without context, but not all of them. Um, same with Deep Space Nine. There are some that are just like you could. I think just watch this. Um, like there's episodes like any of the like time travel um 
Like, what's the Deep Space Nine one, Stephen, where it's like a, a place beyond exactly the stars or something? Yeah, a, a far beyond the stars. Far beyond place... the stars. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super, super good. Cisco, awesome character in general. Yes. Mm-hmm. Captain uh, Cisco. He's, he's really into baseball. That's kind he of his thing. Be- they literally he have like baseball. a, they have an anime like baseball special episode in, yep. in the middle of the, of D- they Space super Nine. do, which and is it's, also, it's also about philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like anime. So yeah. What? And TNG, there's like, so the inner light is basically an episode where Picard gets like this like alien probe, like um, collides with his brain. And, mm-hmm. uh, the entire episode is like he lives like an entire lifetime on this alien planet um and like gradually accepts that like oh the spaceship thing must have just been like a weird dream or something right um and then the planet like then he dies and like the planet dies because of like, just like he dies of like old age doesn't he he dies of old age and also the planet has been kind of like totally fucked up by global warming and then he wakes up again in the Enterprise, and it's been like and, two minutes. It, yeah, oh, and, that's wild. But but he also like has a daughter, and his he has daughter, a daughter gets yeah. married, and mm-hmm. she's like trying to solve global warming uh, on their planet or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, and if, it's basically if, the aliens had. I'm doing it. This is not doesn't sound as impactful as it is. But, <laughs> uh, Whoa, really? <laughs> there's also the episode of TNG where or a Deep Space Nine where Cisco gets stuck in time. And Jake spends his whole life. Jake is his son. He spends his whole life trying to like figure out how to get him back. Um, and it's like this really sad fucking uh, story. That is actually like kind of the coolest thing about Deep Space Nine. I think is very much that like it is all. It is not set prim- predominantly on a spaceship. So there are like like every all the, like. It, that is very well established by the fact that Cisco has a kid, like his own biological son lives with him on the station. And so it's like these characters have like ties. They have responsibilities and things that like they have to care about and worry about. Whereas like on, you know, most Star Trek, it's like, all right, well, we're done with planet fuck, like fuck off or whatever, like this for this week. And next week we'll go to who the fuck cares and it'll be the new thing or whatever. And, you know, like, like Merritt said, like there's some really right. great episodes in the mix or whatever, but like nine is way more serialized and, uh, or Deep Space Nine is more serialized and, you know, the characters have a lot more that they have to like worry about from moment to moment that c- continues to carry on. Yeah. Uh, and it's, the, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's um, good. Yeah, I mean, the old analogy is, like, uh, the original series is, like, life with a rad car. TNG is life with a rad dad. And Deep Space Nine is you live at the airport now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the th- the an- I thought it's not the analogy. I thought you were going to go with the one I had always heard was, like, uh, TNG is for philosophy majors. Deep Space Nine is for poli-sci majors. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's basically about the reconstruction of Europe after World War II. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, speaking of World War II, if you do decide, this goes for anybody out there watching um, any Star Trek, uh, TNG, or Deep Space Nine, do maybe strap yourselves in for a little bit more casual anti-Semitism that you might, than you oh, might cool. be expecting. Oh, are you referring to the Ferengi? I am for, referring to the Ferengi. Now, have I told the story on this podcast of how the Ferengi were supposed to be the... Mm-hmm villains for TNG before mm-hmm. they decided that that sucked and uh, they used the Romulans <laughs> instead. Uh-huh, the uh, Romulans do, and the Borg. Do you, do you know about this? I'm, I'm familiar with this. Yes, I knew, do I you knew know, this. Do you know what um, Gene Roddenberry wanted one of the uh, most important traits of the Ferengi uh-huh. to be? 
Oh no, what? Uh, Can you, I mean, it's going to be a weird sex thing because it's Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> 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 Nikki, we have do you know what the Frankie look like? <laughs> I'm looking at an image now. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they're um, also they know that they like. are also know that they are like super obsessed with money. Yeah, their whole uh, culture oh, is cool. based around they they their kind of bible is called the rules of acquisition. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a hyper capitalist society. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting and uh funny sometimes, but yeah, um kind of unfortunate with their whole like thing. The way they um, look. <laughs> with the way they look and everything. And talk. Yeah, like um, they they literally have some Jewish actors come in to play the play some major Ferengi in Deep Space Nine, I believe. Yeah, the, who's the Grand, the Grand Nagus? Nagus? It's um, the inconceivable guy, right? Oh, is it? Uh, I think I think I think it might be. Oh, inconceivable guy! That's <laughs> he deserves better. I know. Uh, this is on me. This is not his fault. He yeah, deserves well, much Sean? better. Well, Sean, yes, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. that he's the Grand Nagus. He's like the he's the king of the Ferengi. Guy. Yeah. Uh but um the Gene Roddenberry wanted one of the traits of the Ferengi to be that um they had very um big mm. um bepis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that the human women of the Federation uh loved them for this reason and he was like and he was like this is a very good idea and everyone else was like gene please no (laughs) gene please he's like okay but we're keeping the anti-semitism yeah they were like oh yeah that's fine (laughs) we keep that in that's okay (laughs) but no please we beg you not the weird dick stuff please no don't worry he snuck that in uh, with the data tasha yar romance (laughs) later on in season one where uh when they all got space drunk they all get space drunk, which is a callback to original series, and then um, their chief security officer has sex with the robot. Oh, yeah. Data fucks uh, in, like, the first three episodes. Yes. And then, like, never again, really? No. Until yeah, they, the movie? The, in the movie, in First Contact, yeah, they they talk about that a little bit. Because she, like, gives him skin and stuff, too. And yes. She, and there's, like, this whole And that's not a weird scene. metaphor slang. He, she literally gives him skin on his body. Yes. Like, because they're trying to, like, reverse Borgify him, which I don't know, Nikki, if you even know what a Borg is, actually, is, come to think of it. Is, okay, I think, here's what I think the Borg, is the Borg where you, like, um, they, do they just assimilate cultures? Do they just yeah. kind of, like, eat them and then turn them into Borg, even if they were a thing before they were yep. Borg? Right, like, so, half, like, like, cyborg, basically, like, they're, yeah, they, they plug them into, like, a hive mind, and they put a bunch of, like, mechanical parts on their body. But they're Data... Like a Zerg, or, like, a, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever, like, pick your, like, sp- space race that uh, assimilates other people, like, eats and consumes the Grey Goo. Um, but also Data is an android on that show. He's like a, he's like a synthetic being with a positronic brain. Shout out to Isaac Asimov. Um, and in the movie First Contact, um, they, they meet the Borg Queen and she like takes human skin and puts it all over Data to try and make him like a Borg in, but backwards, but like in reverse or whatever. And while she's doing that, she's like trying to show him like, Hey, now that you have skin, like fucking is way more fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, watching this movie at my cousin's place with my aunt and uncle around was deeply uncomfortable as a child. <laughs> I barely knew what was happening, but I knew that it was like just very embarrassing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sci-fi, uh, we've talked about this on our podcast before, but, like, yeah, classical sci-fi definitely has a fucking history of loving to deal with its weird sex stuff. I mean, <sighs> just like cartoons. Just like cartoons. Yep, it's gotta, it's gotta get out somehow. Yep. Mm-hmm. We gotta introduce the children to this, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I no. mean, that's not, that's definitely not <laughs> what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is for them. That's true. That, that That's for them. It's for, you know, it's for the, for the animators. Yeah. For the animators, for the, for Gene Roddenberry. For, yeah, this, that was definitely for we Gene. We do it for Gene. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've covered a lot of ground. I'm glad to I don't back. know. I had some, like, serious news topics to talk about this week, but, like, I feel like well, after this, it's, like, not <laughs> I mean, right no, time. you're not going to cross that bridge at this point. No. Mm-mm, too no. far. Yeah. Lightning round? Lightning round of what? Uh, I mean, is there anything that you really need to just shout out to? Uh, I mean, like, uh, shout outs to the Riot, the employees at Riot Games for, like, uh, you know, doing their walkout business uh, mm-hmm. this past week or whatever. They, like, uh, threatened to walk out, or it became known to Riot that there was talk about an employee walkout um, because of a clause that they were trying to write into contracts that it was going to make it so that uh, they would have to move any, like, disputes with Riot Games uh, management to private arbitration, which is, like, a very common mm-hmm. corporate tactic these days uh, to try and, like, make it uh, more difficult for employees to defend themselves in a court of law. Um, uh, so that sounds like it's it's still ongoing, and we quite, don't quite know what the fallout of this is going to be, because the, the very much the language around like what Riot Games proper was planning on doing is like saying, like, hey, don't walk out. Let's do this in small group meetings. Like, let's have small group meetings. Yeah. Let's divide you, you united mm-hmm. people into smaller groups that we can, like, try and tackle one by one by one by one, which does not seem great. Uh, whether it is comes from a place of good faith and it's just a mis- very misguided thing or not, I think that is a, that looks bad. Uh, so we'll see how like how the employees choose to respond and whatnot here in, in the near future. So I don't know that there's even necessarily a ton to talk about that other places haven't talked about much more thoroughly than I'm going to at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, shout outs to them. Like I just wanted to kind of put out some like uh, support for them, especially for considering like all the the other talk lately between epic games and nether realm speaking of mortal Kombat, like also having some major major labor issues lately um seems like a pretty common thing in video games and it as if it maybe as if it has been going on all along and it is just now becoming a thing that people uh feel more emboldened to talk about publicly <laughs> yeah almost. yeah but, uh, yeah, so that's, that, I mean, that's basically the main stuff this week as far as, like, serious stuff goes. Like, there was that Borderlands footage we were talking about earlier. Uh, it looks... That, we talked, it, we already covered that it has sliding, so... Yeah. yeah, it has sliding. The stream is over now. Um, our, uh, everyone's best friend, Greg Miller, was, was out there talking, oh, talking was to the developers. Is that, um, was that a f- kind of funny Yeah, I think thing? it was a kind of funny was hosting. Um, but, yeah, they... I did. I did hop in a little bit. Uh, it's the same. They made another one. Yeah, I saw that later. It does not seem like there's anything new. Uh, yeah, it looks straight up like a higher resolution version of <laughs> Borderlands Two, which is yeah. not at all surprising, but definitely I think disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for the people who like the Borderlands the way it is, I feel like this is a, is perfect for them. Which more power to them. Yeah, and- shouts. Shouts to those people. We there, need the things yeah. like that. Yeah, you can uh, go go on Twitter and search for Borderlands Tattoo, and you will find quite a number of people who I'm sure mm-hmm. are just perfectly happy uh, <laughs> that it is going to be exactly the same because people get fucking obsessed with that game and that friend and that world. 
And, yep, more power to him. Yep. Um, yeah, and I think that's probably it for the lightning round. Uh, Should I buy Planet Coaster? I, I don't know what that is. It's like a roller coaster oh. tycoon thing. Uh-huh. We talked last week about how Nikki really likes Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh. I really like the original Roller Coaster Tycoon. I hear people who like Roller Coaster Tycoon also really like Planet Coaster. That's the same guys as make yeah. Elite Dangerous, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that, that must be like a wild, like, the, 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 the gulf between we make a theme park simulator and also we've made a very realistic space sim is very large. But also, didn't they make like the original Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yeah, the, yeah, the Roller Coaster Tycoon Three, which was my favorite one. Oh, um, okay. is a Frontier joint. Hmm. I think I'm gonna. I might buy it. How expensive is it? How much money does it's, something like so? That that's mean? the thing. It's two. I think it's many dollars. It's forty five dollars, mm. and the game came out like two years ago. Well, and is mm. it? I might. This may, maybe I'm talking out of school here. That seems to me like a game that would have a fuck ton of little ten dollar yep. DLC add ons. Okay, yeah. you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Uh, and I bet if you were going to buy it, you would want to buy all of those uh, little DLC yeah. add ons as well. Because otherwise, I couldn't have little. I'm going to end up buying this video game, and then I'm going to check in every single week. So just get ready for that. All right. Um, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I wouldn't be able to have um, robot people dressed up as robots as like the entertainers mm. in the park if well, I don't buy the ten dollars space DLC. Right. And now you know what the Borg are, so you get the reference. Mm-hmm. Which is clearly is. Um. Yeah. I mean. There's not a lot else coming out right now. I think that's maybe yeah. one, one other thing we could add is, like, video games are pretty dry at the moment. Um, so that seems like a good enough, at least as far as, like, use of your time goes, I feel like, Planet Coaster. Especially if you're not going to be playing Mortal Kombat uh, or haven't picked it up yet. Uh, yeah. I'd say you, you're going to have more time right now to play than just about any other time this year. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna get, get ready for... Nikki's theme park <laughs> updates. I look forward seven to it. weeks. Yeah, tell us what uh, what you've recreated, uh, like the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no, I know nothing about roller coasters or theme parks. I'm sorry. I, I there was that very funny picture of the Star Wars experience thing that people were pointing out, where it's just like a picture of that Star Wars uh, ride at Disney or whatever that they're gonna do, mm-hmm. and it's like the Millennium Falcon, and there's like eight people in the shot, but then everybody pointed out like that's not what that's going to look like. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's what I know about theme parks. <laughs> uh, yeah, Merritt, you uh, got any plans to play anything here in the near future? I mean. I still haven't decided if I'm going to play more Mortal Kombat or not. Mm. Uh, more Mortal Kombat? More, nice. yeah, more tell. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just still playing Destiny. Yeah. You've hit the level cap, too. I've hit the level cap, and now I'm just like, well, guess I'll just try and do more exotic quests, because yeah. I... This is very relaxing to me. And also, I actually don't get that mad at Crucible. And I kind of, it, it is kind of relaxing to me sometimes. At a certain um, point, you kind of yeah. just like give yourself over to like the futility of it. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't really matter if you win or lose in the Crucible. So why get mad about it? Right. And <laughs> I can't wait till Season of Opulence when that mm-hmm. gun that everyone has that I don't have. 
isn't so good is going to get nerfed. <laughs> <laughs> Luna's Howl, I believe. Yes, and yeah. not forgotten. Yes. Um, uh, I have been playing a little Smash just because oh, uh, yeah. I've been working on a little project that might uh, you might hear more about soon with the meme maker. Um, oh, so, making memes. Making memes on Smash. Beautiful. Yeah. Smash memes. I mean, now that they've got that uh, custom stage builder out there, it's easier than ever it to make mistake. your own memes. Yeah. Apparently, what I've learned from YouTube is that apparently it does know how to detect the shape of a dick. Hmm. It does not know how to detect the shape of an anime girl's butt. Mm. Okay. Mm. Keep that in yourself. mind, to all you yeah. burgeoning creators out there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It actually makes me want, like, I, this is very tangentially related, but I'm actually kind of interested in checking out that Dreams beta thing that is out there, that creator's yeah. beta, uh, to see how many anime butts I can make. Uh, <laughs> a possible. lot, I think, is the answer. Yeah. I think you can make a lot. Unlimited, unlimited butts. Uh, unlimited anime, unlimited butts. Crunchyroll. <laughs> well, that's their that's their slogan, and uh, I guess we have a new slogan now. Yes, we do. Uh, we are probably going to close out this episode, and I will give you the uh, new slogan for the end of the podcast with that. But uh, just before we do, can I just say where can people find you on the internet, Nikki? Uh, you can find me on the internet at twitter.com slash godsua or at twitter.com slash fanbyte media. Beautiful. Where I write the, we write the tweets. Yeah, that's where the content lives. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Merit, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at Merit K. Sometimes I tweet as well on fanbyte media. Sometimes. Who knows? Uh, I am Steven Strom at Steven Strom on Twitter. I have tweeted exactly once from the Fanbyte account uh, and retired my jersey after, thereafter because you can't improve <laughs> upon perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, and Merritt, do you want to give people the uh, the slogan for the the new time? Because you've been gone for the last couple of weeks, so you haven't I had have. a chance yet. I, I get to try it out for the first time. Yeah, see All how right, it feels. Me... <clears throat> uh, hmm, okay. Thanks for the knowledge. Great. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>